1: The following podcast is a
0: Dear Media production.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I am JC. And I'm Chelsea. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Hope you're all having a wonderful, beautiful, fabulous day. A fabulous fall day. Yes. Today is a fun episode. We haven't had a guest in a long time, but I think you guys are really going to love this episode because we did a fun little pod swap with Kenzie Elizabeth, who has the podcast, I Love You So Much. It's also on Dear Media. I think I said that right when I introduced her. So you're going to hear me say that again, but you know, that's okay. We love Kenzie. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you we haven't podcasted with her in person, which is crazy. So it was so fun to like see her in person and hang out. And it's actually so fun to go to the studio. I know. Especially (sighs) the new studio space. Dear Media got a new office and studio. It's really cool. And it was fun. We've literally moved to LA in the first place to be closer to the studio and then it shut down. And so we've missed it. Yeah. It's been a long time. So it It was fun. We we did a little day trip to... um, Not really day trip. We pretty much... I say that because Tyson texted me and was mad that I didn't text him. He said, you come to LA and don't text me. (laughs) I was like, well, we were really only there for like two hours because we went, we drove from Orange County to LA, went right to the studio, recorded, went to dinner, and then came home. We went to Nomu.
2: Delicious.
1: It hit the spots. So it's almost like because we don't live there anymore, it hit the spots so much. It was so fun. It was so good. And we asked for no whipped cream on our shakes. And then they
2: brought us whipped cream. And I was like, You know what? They know better than us. Like, why did we say no to whipped cream? Exactly. It made it such a good experience. Mm
1: -hmm. So that was super fun.
2: Yeah. Well, quick little life update before we get into this amazing talk with Kenzie. Um, We told you last time that we were going to Arizona. JC and I were with our friend, Rachel. Actually, we all road tripped down. I was so excited the night before we road tripped. Same. I didn't want to admit it, but I'm (laughs) like, like, I'm so excited to like road trip with my friends because I haven't done that in a long time. Especially like a six hour, kind of like a perfect amount of time. Um, we went down to Arizona. I had my baby shower. It was so fun. My mom and my sister and my sister-in-law like put it together. And then JC did a game and I just felt so loved, so spoiled. It was really fun. We played, JC had us play this game where we like guessed baby trivia. Mm-hmm. I did horrible. I did
1: not know one of them. So no, not
2: one of them. And I posted it on my story and everyone was like, please post the real answers. And I was like, I forgot what they are, what they are, but maybe I will.
1: Oh yeah. I need to like, give
2: you the answer key. Yeah, I've
1: found out a lot of things about babies. They're not born with kneecaps. Yeah, lots of fun facts. I said, like, how many average diapers do you yeah. go through a year or something? The answer was 2,500 diapers. That is insane. That is wild. So there was lots of fun stuff. Also, I'm throwing Chelsea a little, another yeah. little baby shower in Orange County. It's like a mini one. And I, I'm like, I just realized I have told you absolutely nothing about it. And I'm like, should I keep it this way or should I tell you what we're doing? It's nothing crazy know. at all, but… Oh. I'm just like, I have no clue. Should it be a surprise? Do you want me to tell you on air right now? Yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. Why not? Or should it be a surprise? (laughs) Well, what are you doing? Is it I don't know. It's nothing crazy, but I kind of do want you to be like a little bit more prepared. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you. So we're doing like tell me enough so I know what to wear. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. So we're doing the dress code. Wait, did I tell you that we're doing a dress code? Yeah. Okay, we're doing like all neutrals. And I was like, you can either, like if you want to wear blue for the baby boy, or you could wear whatever you want, but we're all gonna wear neutrals. Um, it's like a very intimate mm-hmm. event. Okay. But we're gonna do one of those like beach picnics, but it's like a really cute oh, aesthetic cute. one. That I found. Okay. And I have some I have some more um I have some more little things that I planned for. Oh, it. that's but so fun. Basically, I was then I started thinking, I was like are you going to get so uncomfortable like when you're Why? so pregnant sitting on like just like the oh. beach for a while? I was like, I don't oh, have fine. any chairs planned. That's fine. But um, some of the beach picnics, I have to say, are very chuggy. Mm-hmm. And so I found one that I think is like really pretty. Oh, cute. And we're going to go like sunset time.
2: <gasps> That's so fun. I had, yeah, I had no clue because okay. I was actually thinking of like an outfit to wear. That's good to know. I almost like bought leather pants. So.
1: Okay, okay I, I'm glad. I was like, yeah, I don't know if she would think we're going to a restaurant or yeah, my house. I thought we were going to a restaurant, yeah. So anyway, I thought it would be fun.
2: Nice. Yeah, I've felt very spoiled, and I, I guess I'm going to continue to feel very spoiled. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and it's fun to see. It, it's weird because I was like so—I was getting a little bit of social anxiety before I went. And when we went, it was—it went away within seconds because I, it's all my family and friends. Right. But still, it's just like since— the pandemic, I'd never really go to events or anything like that. And also when it's your thing, like you, I feel the pressure to entertain everybody yeah. and make sure everybody feels comfortable. And like when people come, it's so nice, but you want to make sure that they're like, you talk to everybody. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Exactly. Um,
2: But yeah, my shout out to my sister and mom, they did a great job of decorating. It was super cute.
1: And yeah, it's just it fun to perfect. open
2: up baby presents because it's like, oh, no, it seems more real and exciting. I can't believe how tiny everything is. I'm I know. Sure. I kept saying that. Like I know, I'm like, this
1: is tiny.
2: It's so small. My mom got me these like baby Birkenstocks, and I was like, sorry, their feet are gonna be that tiny. They're so
1: small. So tiny. I know. So I, fun. It's also. I feel like a lot of the cute stuff is like six to nine months or nine mm-hmm. to twelve months, and I was like, I don't want to get like you anything stuff. that's like. Yeah, for like a Mm
2: one-year-old. Because you'll probably won't care at that point. Oh, I love the onesies. Mm -hmm. My mom is so excited to be a grandma. I got all my presents and I was like, oh my gosh, I got so spoiled. Like, I got so much stuff. And then I went home and I packed them all up because I had to bring them back to California. Mom's like, can we please take them out of the trunk? And she started like opening up things. And I'm like, mom, she's like put, feeling them on her face. I'm like, she's like, I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm trying to keep these sanitary. Like let's not open up literally everything. That's but, so
1: funny. Yeah, it was fun. So, so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super fun. I'm excited for your little Orange County celebration too. Yeah, okay, it'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. It'll be like a different vibe than yeah. that. But yeah, I could not stop calling it a bridal shower. Same. every day i'd be like well for chelsea's <laughs> bridal shower my mom's like baby shower i'm like oh my gosh i cannot stop yeah I cannot stop myself hmm, any more life updates well i have nothing you bought some shoes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about um our
2: podcast episode and like life updates because we'll just be like well we like to be a little bit prepared like what are we going to talk about before yeah and Daisy's like, well, I have something. She's like, I bought some shoes. I was like, <laughs> okay. Said, and then when she was telling me that she bought some shoes, I'm like, oh, you really meant you bought some shoes. Yeah. Not just like a pair of shoes.
1: Yeah. I wanted to talk about that more on the fall episode that we're okay, gonna we'll, do. Well, then we'll this is just a teaser. Uh, the a teaser. I'll I'll give you one thing that I bought because it was I was influenced by Kenzie mm-hmm. and this episode has her. I bought the fluffy Birkenstocks that she ha- she was wearing, yeah. which Chelsea is also wearing a form of them, but different. Yeah. I'm wearing like the clog kind. The clog, like slipper kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. They they obviously have a very hard sole, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you can wear them out. Yeah. That's why I got them. And then I bought like those, but they have straps. It looks like Birkenstocks, but just fluffy version. And Like shearling. Yeah. 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 And Kenzie's been posting about them. And after, you know, it's like that thing with marketing. It's like once you see it like seven times, you're like, I'm buying it. So I saw her post a few times. Then I saw that girl who's my new obsession on TikTok, Emily. Mm -hmm. She was wearing them? She was wearing them. Like going to the store, getting her stuff. I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. I have to get them. I know. I I saw…
2: I've been obsessed with these ones from Simone Miller that are like fuzzy clogs as well. And um, they have other slippers that Emma Chamberlain's been wearing. Mm. And then because I liked that Instagram ads, they really get me sometimes. And these came up, these like um, Shearling, both of the Shearling ones, the ones that you got and then the ones that I have.
1: Are the Simone ones super expensive?
2: Yeah. They're like Mm. literally $400. Mm.
1: These ones aren't much better. (laughs) They're half of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But um, I saw them and I literally was like, okay, I'm sold.
1: I know. It's really, wow. Yeah. Marketing works. And you're right. Instagram has been targeting me with certain ads. And then I eventually cave in Mm because I'm like, you've got me six times at this point. I really want that now.
2: I know. Sometimes it only takes one time for me, unfortunately. (sighs) I'm sold immediately. Also, my little brother went back on his mission yesterday. Remember he was on the podcast a while ago? Mm -hmm. King Cole. He went back on his mission, which was sad again. It's Like, really? We got to do it twice. Yeah, I'm leaving.
1: That was so sad, but I'll be back one yeah. day. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one day in the not so distant future. Yeah, I know. My brother's leaving too soon. Like, yeah, your other soon. brother, my other brother. So, one of my brothers already gone, and then my other brother's leaving in the next month, and it's gonna be so sad. My parents I are know. also gonna be like empty nesters. I'm like, wait, what? That's such a weird thought to me. I know, they're, all their kids will be gone. So, stay tuned for that. My mom's like, we'll be coming to Newport a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey fine with me. She always redecorates my house. I love it. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into this episode with Kenzie. I think you guys are going to love it. We did lots of like um, kind of like an advice thing with her. Lots of good questions. So let's get on it. You know, we're big fans of living your best life. We're talking a lot about that in this episode. And it's really hard to live your best life if there's stuff interfering with your happiness. If you're experiencing depression, anxiety, just something that's stopping you from reaching your goals and just having fun and living, you know, thriving and living your best carefree life. So that is why we love our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You're going to connect in a safe and private online environment super convenient, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses from them. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, which I personally think is the best part of it. BetterHelp is committed
2: to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Find the particular expertise you need online and don't limit yourself to the counselors located just near you. Licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, anger, stress, family conflicts, anxiety, LGBT matters, relationships, sleeping, self-esteem, trauma, and more. Anything you share is confidential, BetterHelp is convenient, professional, affordable. You can check out a lot of their testimonials that they post daily on their site as well if you want another opinion. But we want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash what we said. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, hel com slash what we said.
1: You know, we are Brooklyn and girlies over here at the What We Said podcast. I just got new Brooklyn bedding. I posted about it on my Instagram and YouTube. It is literally incredible. I feel like I'm sleeping in a luxury hotel. They also have loungewear. Well, they have so many things. Their bath sheets are like Ugh. big bath, fluffy luxury bath towels that you'll be obsessed with. All their products are really amazing, but they now have loungewear too. And I actually just wore one of their t-shirts last night. I am so picky about my nighttime routine, what I wear to bed. It has to be so incredibly comfortable. And this loungewear is next level, super, super comfy. It really is. It's built different. I'm not gonna lie. It's so soft. It is. It's button free, zipperless, super soft. You guys are gonna be obsessed. It's basically like taking, you know, one of their comforters and then just putting it on your body. So they have ultra comfy loungewear at a fair price. This loungewear has classic cuts and no zippers for limitless comfort that you can pull off in real life so you can luxuriate in coziness all day.
2: Brooklinen offers bundle deals on loungewear so you can get more comfort for less money, which is absolutely fantastic. And if you're looking for more ways to enhance your comfort, check out Brooklinen's candles, eye masks, and accessories to properly celebrate your chill. And what else do you want to be besides cozy when it comes to fall? Am I right? There's a reason Brooklinen has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. So go on, get comfortable, and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code what we said to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's dot com and enter promo code what we said for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com promo code what we said.
1: Welcome Kenzie to what we said podcast. Welcome back. Hi. Hi, Hi, welcome sh- back. Have we ever recorded in person together? No, it was back in the Zoom recordings. That's what oh, I saw. Oh, back in the dark ages. Dark.
0: Dark ages. Yes. Well, how's our Texas gal? I want a Texas update. Okay, obviously loving Texas, really thriving, lots of ranch waters, lots of friends. I'm sorry, Currently, what? Oh, a ranch water is a I forget this is a Texas thing, and I was still gonna talk about this today. It is Topo Chico, tequila, lime. That's oh, a ranch. Okay. I was so, thinking like irrigation. I'm like, okay, <gasps> she's got a farm. She's got no. a ranch. No, but the next thing I was going to say is I am on the lookout for a horse. I have this, as I've gotten older, I've decided I kind of want to be a horse girl. Oh, yeah, and so I'm on the lookout. I was in Malibu earlier this week and I really made friends with the horses. And I think one of my worst qualities is that I'm genuinely convinced that these horses are obsessed with me too. And like they're not, you know. But like I you couldn't convince me that they aren't. So I am Please look um, at my recent thing I was gonna say as a life update. I, I wanna be a horse girl. Literally. Literally. Have you have you found one? <laughs> Stop. No. I, well, I wait, have you, hard. you want to actually buy a horse no no no, okay. no. I, I wouldn't do that just until until become later. more acquainted with them yeah and I want to I want to go riding like at least once a week okay.
1: okay couldn't be me
0: I am terrified of horses
1: and I know they pick up on your energy and I'm so scared of them I think they're beautiful creatures but every time I'm around them I'm terrified and because I know that they exactly. can sense that it scares me even more I'm like it's going to like
0: buck me off the second I get on it you're probably they probably don't love you you know what they do pick up on energy so I'm exactly. obsessed but you I wouldn't get on a horse for you because no. they would yeah they don't like red hair Cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I literally, I don't, there must be something in the water because I just showed Kenzie that in my notes, literally for our life update, I wrote down that I want to talk about how I want to be a horse girl because I've been seeing so many TikToks of these girls, like connecting with these horses. Wait, I'm not on that side of TikTok. and, And it's like therapeutic. And this girl was talking about how horses, they want to find a soul, a human soulmate. Yes, And I'm like, okay, catch me being a horse's soulmate. That sounds beautiful. Like it's bringing me back to my spirit days of like being obsessed with
0: spirit and just like, yeah, wanting to do it. But they are a little scary. I was at a ranch earlier this week in Malibu and I posted, obviously, my horses, you know, my friends there. My and horses. I got so many responses of people saying that same thing, but I'm not on that side of TikTok. So can you send me some of those? Yeah. So I can, okay, thank you.
1: Start to I, curate I'll, the furry yeah. page. I yeah. love this journey for you girls. Um, I will not be participating, <laughs> but I will be here horse to support you. Maybe that.
2: we should label this horse girl fall. Mm,
0: beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. Do you miss LA? um no I'm here enough and yeah. I miss like my friends here but I just I think it would be different if I wasn't so happy in Dallas mm-hmm. I think I'd miss it more but like not really no did you think you would miss it when you moved no but okay but I did I didn't like want to leave LA that's not why I moved I didn't even mean to move I just ended up having like live there full-time because of COVID but I don't know. I love L.A. I just feel like I like spent a lot of time here and I still fully have a life here. So when I'm back, it feels like—, like I flew, A second home. Yeah, I flew from another place to L.A. for the week and it felt like I was flying home. So it's like, I don't know. When I'm here, it feels like I never left. So Yeah. yeah. Well, that's perfect. Get yeah. the best of both worlds. I
1: remember what I was going to ask you, of course. The dating sitch. I need to know what's what's the
0: what's the sitch. I've never what's the dating scene. Mm-hmm. Um, dating scene in Dallas is pretty good. Um, I personally have never been less interested in dating. You know, like I Dom's really mad about it. Like, keeps bringing it up nonstop, and it's <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, my manager even tried to set me up on a date recently, and I was just like, the, I don't know. I would rather be hanging out with my friends and going on like a random date. Does everybody say that's exactly when the right man will walk right into your life? No. Not really. They, um, <laughs> sometimes okay. they just um I, I don't know if I'm like a lost cause to them or if they're just like keeping their mouth shut. But I do hear that, just mm-hmm. not really directed towards me. Yeah. Anytime so, I
2: hear someone say like I'm just done dating and I I know they mean it, in yeah. my mind I'm like, I'm waiting, they'll take a little bit, but it's I've, this I've, is
0: when they're gonna come. I've been done for a few like a few months, like summer on and nothing. Maybe so. fall is time. Yeah, <laughs> honestly maybe at this point I wouldn't be surprised <laughs>
1: <laughs> no maybe fall is your time and and maybe because you yeah have kind of I don't want to say given up but you're just like not mm-hmm. into it maybe
0: it will happen but yeah. also if it
1: doesn't it doesn't matter because you you don't care
0: so yeah. and best in real world if I were to meet someone that I really 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 liked that would change things but I just have yet to meet someone that I really really like so. what's like your dream guy Um, it like goes back and forth <sighs> I don't know. I need someone who gets, like, my life in Texas and also my life in LA. Not that my life in Texas is really that different. Honestly, Dallas is, like, very, like, trendy and cool and whatever. But I want someone who's, like, also normal but it's just difficult. I'm like, I don't know. Like someone to bring you back down to earth, but
2: also gets your way of life. Like digital stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like not in the digital world. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like we don't want him to be
1: posting on TikTok, but we want him to be supportive and understand that you are. We don't want him to have been on a season of The Bachelorette, but we want him to be like knowledgeable of why you do what you do.
2: Exactly. Well, should we just dive into these questions? Because we asked our followers four questions for you about dating, you know, relationships. And we hear that you know everything, so. This is what I was saying before.
0: (laughs) I'm like, it's so interesting that people always ask me this because I am not successfully dating anyone. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why people are asking me questions at all, but here we are. Here we are. And, you know, I think— Because
1: you're in the game. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You're in the scene. And so it's good to talk to someone who's in— And also who isn't in a relationship at all. I feel like a lot of our friends are married. Mm -hmm. We do have some single friends, too but it's good. It's good to get your perspective. Okay, we're going to start out with this. How do you attract the right people into your life? And this girl says, I tend to
0: get a lot of toxic, LOL. Okay, so... We're like, you're toxic. (laughs) (laughs) In like a very... If I was in this position, and if I kept attracting toxic people into my life, I would maybe take a step back in either, I think there could be two things happening here. Either you're an extreme pushover people pleaser, or maybe mm. you have a little elements that are toxic, which is okay, by the way, all of us do. But I would maybe take a step back and kind of like reevaluate where you're at and also why you keep running into the same issue. Like you're having like this is clearly a pattern in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as attracting the right people, I don't know. I think. For me, the friends that I have made, a lot of my friends at home I have known for a long time, but a lot of the other ones I've just met through friends. So I think you find one like like-minded friend that you get along with, and then you are introduced to a whole new world of people, and you meet. It, it just keeps going on into different webs. So I don't know. I think just doing things that you like to do, uh, you're going to meet people who are doing the same things, and over time you're going to make friends. Also, I think making friendships, especially post grad when you're single, is like legitimately like a full-time job you actually have totally. to like it's like dating you really have to make the effort so I made that like maybe that's why I don't want to date I've just made that such a priority this year that I like constantly am putting in effort constantly like oh let's uh, like following up things like that yeah I don't know but I think if you keep running into the same issue it might be like a look inward sort of thing Definitely. I, like when I'm even in like unhealthy things with like a guy or something like that, I'm like, okay, like why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. You know? And then you figure it out, you fix the problem and you move on. Definitely. Yeah, nice and I, I
1: feel like you also say, I've heard you say like to have a friend, you have to be a friend. Yeah. Which I think is really important. Like it goes both ways, you know, to, mm-hmm. you do have to take a step back sometimes if you're like, oh, this person never invites me to do anything. And you're like, wait, but I also don't invite them to do anything. It yes. works two ways. And I'm not saying that's why this girl's you know, attracting toxic people into your life. But I think just being the friend that you want, that you would love to have.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bring good. up a
1: great point too. If it's like a
2: repeated pattern, it's one thing if you fall into, you know, everyone comes across toxic people every once in a while. But if yeah, it's like all have every them. single one you tend to date is like toxic, yeah, there's something yeah. you need to take a step back and look at just from a
0: different perspective. It. And I think a lot of it, it's not necessarily your fault. It's like things that happen to you. I think— We recreate our childhoods Mm -hmm. so often, especially you see it in romantic relationships. And so it's not necessarily that like you did all this. It could just be things that—like dynamics that you were around or how your family operated, things like that. But you are in charge of like how you react and how you go from there. Yeah. So I think just look within. Yeah. I love that. Attachment styles. Yeah. I'm so into attachment styles. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know anything about them, but I know that there are— that they exist. <laughs> yeah. They're out there. <laughs> okay. How do you deal with your friends who are at different life stages, basically? So like having some friends that are single and dating, having some friends that are married with kids, how do you go about dealing with that? Well, first of all, do you have that? Okay. No?
0: I was going to say, I'm actually really lucky right now with my day-to-day in Dallas friends. There's only two close friends of mine that are dating out of like this circle of like 20 people that I'm with regularly. And most people are kind of in the same phase, but in LA, it's very different because a lot of my friends are older. And I do have friends who are—no, actually, I think even in Dallas, I do because I have friends who are older than me. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of people like my actual age. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's really important to support your friends in different life phases, but I also think it's important to have friends who are in the same life phase as you. It's something that I'm really fearful of, honestly. Like, I— have like nightmares about when my friends and I all start dating because like I just want to be with my friends all the time like I am obsessed with them I love the life that we have right now the trips that we have planned like the things that we're doing and I always say like the day we all start dating is going to be like the worst day of my life so I'm a little bit fearful of it but I do have confidence in myself that I will be okay embrace the change yeah Yeah. it is scary when things
2: change no matter what but even if it's like a good change
0: I think when you, like, hold things too tightly, like, anything in life, it could be a friend, it could be an, a career idea, it could be whatever it is, you suffocate it. So, mm-hmm. I'm—like, as friends grow, evolve, change, get in relationships, get married, whatever, I think you just have to give them space to do that. Like, I'm saying all that, but I'm not the friend who's like, oh my god, she got a boyfriend, she's with her boyfriend all the time. I'm like, yeah, naturally, she's going to be with her boyfriend a lot. Like, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That's part of a relationship. So, I think you just have to, like, give it space. But it does suck, but it's just, like, unfortunately part of life. yeah. I know. I feel like it's it's interesting for us too, because we're
1: from where we're from in Arizona, come from like a very religious culture and background. And I think a lot of our friends from Arizona are married, have three kids already that are our age, you know? But then I have other friends that I've met through other phases of life or in LA who are in a completely different life stage. So I feel like that's that question is very relevant for mm-hmm. me because I have so many friends in different life stages. And you're right. It's just... I felt the same too, where I get fearful because I'm like, oh no, we've had so much fun. Like even when all of, we had a great group of friends in LA and then the pandemic happened and some of our friends moved to Nashville and then we moved, you know, and I just felt myself like mourning that just change. chapter of life. Cause I was like, oh, it was so fun. And I'm so bummed that it's over, but yeah, change is good and it's necessary. So just about, like you said, not holding on too tightly to it. Yeah. Just being willing. Yeah, and you there's know. always fun stuff to come. You mm-hmm. know,
2: there's different, there's
1: pros and cons to every stage of life. Very Definitely. True. Okay. I really like one of my best friend's brothers, but she's trying to shut it down. What do I do? Okay. Wait,
2: first of all, have you ever had a crush on one of your friend's brothers? I actually I have a single brother.
0: I'm like, <laughs> maybe. I actually don't think I have. Well, Not there's a first for everything. <laughs> no, here we go. Um, if I was in that position though and my friend wasn't okay with it, I would just drop it.
2: Yeah. I feel like the friend might be trying to drop it because maybe the brother's not down.
0: That's she's true. She's trying to let her friend down easy. Like, no, no, no. And also it's different if you're older. Like, I think if you're older and you're in the phase where like this could actually, not that like right now you have a crush and you're marrying mm-hmm. them. But like, I think the only time it's worth it to risk a friendship over a boy is if that's like your, your soulmate. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So I would drop it.
1: I agree. That's great. Unless you see real, real potential. And exactly. you And you're getting the vibes that he likes you back. What do you do when you're vibing so well with a
2: guy, like in person and on FaceTime, but your texting is just like throwing you for a loop?
0: I think that's like actually not common. It. Like, I hear that a lot. I don't necessarily know if it's a bad thing. Like, I think on one end, it's like if a guy likes you, he'll text you. But like also... I like people and I don't text them. Like I you know, I'm like mm-hmm. I don't I I don't know. I think like some people are just really not texters. But maybe I'm completely wrong And like if a guy likes you, he'll text you.
1: Yeah. No, I feel like it's way more important for it to be that than the opposite. Totally. If, True. If it was he was a great texter, but then FaceTime was kinda dry and like in person it wasn't that great. I feel like it's way better for this to be the case. Totally. Texting Especially if you are really... FaceTiming. It's like who needs to text if you're FaceTiming. Exactly. I don't think this is that big of a deal. No. I wouldn't put too much energy into it, into the texting situation. Because, yeah, maybe he's just not a great texter. Yeah. I've I've always said life wasn't like— We didn't text all the time when we were dating, but we'd FaceTime. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we got married. So, you know, it's all going to work out. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm having a hard time meeting guys in college.
0: Any tips? Uh, Okay. I don't know. I am not a good person. You're like, actually, just let's stop with the dating (laughs) (laughs) questions. No, I'm not a good person for this because I'm just so loud. Like, I'm very outgoing. So— I don't—I just talk—like, I actually don't shut up, so I just talk to everyone. I think, though, meeting any friends, it's—half the time it is through other friends. And again, Mm -hmm. you have to, like, make the effort. But I just am naturally outgoing, so I don't know if I'm, like, good to give advice on that.
1: I know
2: what you mean. Well, that's actually pretty good advice. It's, like, you—it's good to know maybe you just have to make one good friend, and then it'll be, like, a trickle-down effect. You know what I mean? And then you'll get more friends that way instead of thinking— I have to go out and find each individual friend and try and, you know, create this whole new relationship. Maybe just try one. Just one new friend. But it said new guys.
1: Oh, new guy, whatever. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. I do think once you meet one good friend, it'll kind of, yeah, you know, you'll people? meet a group of people, more groups of people.
0: I know a lot of people here have a problem with having, like, they're like, I just want to find like guy friends because mm-hmm. you have that growing up and then you move to LA and it's harder. I think mm-hmm. it's just harder to make friends in general as you get older and being in LA. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I think it's just meet one person. And that's like, it's almost like your big break. Meet one person and then there you go. Yes. When you like a guy, are
1: you like very, like you said, you're outgoing. Are you very like just bold and like, hey, I like you and tell them how it is. Are you like more, you want to be pursued. You're just kind of playing hard to get. So I have like a full routine with this. And we talked
0: about this with Dom and it's, I have a whole thing, but I clearly like, I don't love dating. And I am someone who like, in my ideal world, I would be like a one and done. I wish I would have never did it anyone. And then I would just meet someone. That's it. Done. Like, I don't have to go through like the heartbreak, the, you know, whatever. I'm the sure. exhausting first dates. Yeah. But like breakups, like, no, that's just not very fun for me, nor is it for anyone else. But like, I just really would rather, I would go without it. So like when I start developing feelings for someone, I I'm very like low-key about it. I don't tell anyone, I don't even talk about it with Dom for like weeks normally until they're literally like on my couch every day. And she's like, he's at our house right now, at your house right now. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I just like, honestly, it's not because I'm like a first grader. It's just because I am trying to make myself not like them. You know what I mean? So they have to really try with me. You don't want to get attached too easily or make that make it part known? of your attachment yeah. style. Um, <laughs> n- not—actually, re- no, ironically, it's really not. It's not—it's e- more so, like, the vetting process mm. of, like, oh, are you worth my time? Like, I don't know about this. And then also— Preserving the, your energy. Yeah, and being, like, I don't really want to date right now. And then I meet someone, and then I'm, like, okay, like, now I'm, like, obsessed with you, and we can date, you know? And then, mm. it like, we break up eventually, so. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. So, what are your thoughts on— sharing on social media like have you dated guys the past year that you just never put on social media yeah but there were photos that like other people posted um I have dated since my last relationship mm-hmm. and I just never posted about it mm-hmm. I no, think that's obviously. probably good yeah unless I it's mean, a long-term thing exactly if I'm like with them for a long period of time I would have posted but I think god I didn't you know yeah yeah because yeah. people get attached
1: yes I know and then it's even worse when you break up yeah you maybe experienced that with your last relationship
0: Yeah, but I— But not as much, maybe. I think—I mean, I did. I think going through a breakup, when it's, like, publicly on the internet, too, is worse because people will, like, ask. But also, like, you can blacklist names. You can blacklist comments. You cannot see things. Like, obviously, my DMs and comments and whatever. But I think over time, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was just more so the initial, like, yeah, guys, it's over. Like, let's move on. Like, Mm -hmm. that was a part that I had, like, anxiety about. But after that, it was— fine. I mean, yeah. it's definitely worse, but it would have been impossible to keep that off the internet.
1: Totally. So like, once you share them, I, and again, I've never experienced this really, because one of the only relationships I've ever yeah. shared on the internet is, you know, my husband, obviously. But it is hard because people, first of all, you obviously don't have any intentions of breaking up. So you're like, this is fun, like showing my relationship. And then it's like, once it ends, then people are like, wait, what? Like, yeah. I don't see him as much. And you're yeah. like, oh, great. Now you're in detective mode trying to figure out if we broke up. I can see how that would give anxiety. But I think that's smart to just keep it low-key until it's, like, really
0: serious. I also feel like I'm— At what point am I, like, capped out on boyfriends that I can post about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like I— I really don't think that I can post another one unless I'm marrying them, you know? <laughs> like, I just— How many have you posted about publicly? Um. Well, in the past, like, eight years, two— that's not oh, too that's bad. Not bad. I was gonna say you got like Dreamy, at least maybe? five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like obviously there's been other ones that just one on the internet, but yeah. like both of them being like longer. Mm-hmm. But one was when I was like really young. I don't know. I just like have this insecurity of like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm like maybe I I exhausting I'm people. Out. Yeah, I'm like, all right, we'll keep that to myself. Yeah, this yeah. Time, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple more. I think. Yeah, yeah. We, we can do a few more. If
1: any of you guys have a small business, you know that there's nothing more valuable than your time, and you also know how much hard work goes into maintaining a small business. We have lots of friends who run little, you know, clothing businesses and things like that. So stop wasting your time on trips to the post office. Stamps.com is going to make it so easy to mail and ship right from your computer. You're going to save time and money with stamps.com. You can send letters and packages for less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. So since 1998, stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. They bring the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office, sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life a lot easier and all you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or any equipment. Within
2: minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off, no traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool so you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option for you. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with our promo code, what we said, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the little microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in what we said. That's stamps.com, promo code what we said. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. For me, this time of year usually means getting back into a busier schedule. And you know, I love food. We love food here at the What We Said podcast. But when I'm swamped, thinking about what's for lunch or dinner, let alone actually finding time to grocery shop is almost impossible. But Thanks to Daily Harvest. My freezer is always stocked with delicious options that are ready in minutes. Daily Harvest is so convenient, so delicious. It's all the things that we love. They deliver delicious harvest bowls, flatbreads, smoothies, and more, all built on organic fruits and vegetables, and they come right to your door. Daily Harvest takes literally minutes to prepare and never uses preservatives, added sugar, or anything artificial, and that goes for everything." You know, we love the broccoli and cheese bowl. You know that we love the flatbreads and all of the smoothies. They have amazing combos. Our favorite, like we've said, is the mint cacao one. You just, it's just can't such beat a it. a refreshing treat. It's so delicious. But they have so many options. You guys have to check them out.
1: Also, I feel like we're getting into fall and winter. They have lots of just really good comfort food for like chilly fall days that are ready super fast. Also, they really do have incredible ingredients. I remember looking on the back of all the items and I was like, wow, these are very clean. So it's awesome. Daily Harvest is all about preserving and protecting the earth for current and future generations to come. From their recyclable and compostable packaging to investing in organic farming practices and reducing food waste, they believe in leaving the earth a better place than they found it. So, enjoy this time of year even more like we do with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter code what we said to get $25 off your first box. That's code what we said for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com.
2: How do you meet people when you move to a new city? Like, how do you start that? I think we get that question a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you're more outgoing naturally, it's just easier for you. But what advice do you have for someone who maybe is not as outgoing and they move to a new or this girl's moving to New York City and she's saying, I don't know anybody.
0: Okay, so I have a few thoughts on this. The way that I personally have made the most friends is by going out. And that doesn't mean it has to be like these crazy nights. But like if you're out getting dinner or like you're getting drinks or you're literally just hanging out with your friends at night, that's how I personally have made the most friends. With that being said, I do not go out in L.A. I hate going out in L.A. So like there was no way that that was going to happen here. So in Dallas, a lot of it's been that. I think also like Facebook groups are a huge thing. And hmm. like my, I have a Facebook group and then we have like a Geneva like app, which like a group chat. And there's one for Dallas girls and like we're trying to do other cities and they all meet up and hang out. Like That's I from so your podcast. Fun. Yeah, from okay. the podcast. Like I will be out and about and like girls will come up and they're like, oh my God, we literally met from the like Geneva chat or from the Facebook group and things like That's that. That's cool. Yeah, so I think Facebook groups and like you have some sort of common interest and typically like, if you like a lot of the same podcasts, you probably have other things in common. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend that. I mean, people always say like, go to workout classes, go to that. And I used to always say that too until I really thought about it. And I was like, I don't know how good of advice that is because I never made a friend at a workout class that I actually hung out with. And maybe that's on me.
2: You know? It's hard when you don't go, like, if you don't go to the same exact workout class at the same time. Every single yes. day. or single day. True. Because then it's like, and who knows if they're going every single day to that time. That's harder. Then yeah, I've harder. never really met a friend at a workout class yeah. either.
1: It's like you you can maybe meet people that are familiar faces that you're like, oh, hey, but it's like you said, you're not going to lunch after or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, there's like churches and stuff too. Like mm-hmm. Totally. Anyway, I made like most of my friends in LA. I would say like half my friends in LA at church. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm like, church or go out. Yeah. (laughs) Either one.
1: (laughs) Pick one. Okay, this is an interesting question. How to avoid feeling like beauty is my rent to pay to exist? Like if I'm not pretty, I don't have value.
0: We're getting deep. We're pivoting here. Yeah, we're pivoting. Okay, so there is this thing that I read in the Defining Decade book, and it's identity capital, I want to say. And I might be butchering that, but let's just say it's identity capital. And the idea behind that—and I think it's tricky to find your worth in other things— But hear me on this. The idea behind Identity Capital is that you specifically like in your 20s or whatever time have a bunch of different interests and you take up like different hobbies and you explore different things that you like. So like, for instance, I like reading. I like working out. I'm really, I'm like into brain health. Like I have random things that I'm really interested in. And the more that I invest time into those things, it's like, that's another like identity capital. So I'm finding, I'm like making myself who I am not based off of my looks or even one thing. It's just adding more to you. And I I don't know, like that's the thing that's helped me. And I don't think it's really going to translate or necessarily like hit with everyone. But having other things in my life that I'm like, oh, that actually, I think that that is way more interesting than like how I look. Or like, I think that's way cooler than what my skin looks like right now, something like that. Yeah. And I also think it's also on the other, like what you find your identity in. And I think culture definitely tells you it's in your looks and it's in, you know, and again, I would also, I would watch who you follow, who you like consume, consume. content from, who you even spend time with on a day-to-day. Because I think all of those really like contribute to worse like self-esteem. Totally. I love that. Identity capital. I that's might cool. be wrong, but I think that's no. sounds right. <laughs> I really sounds like good. that
1: too because I totally agree. It's like the more you learn and like are doing your own things and are trying to, yeah, find new hobbies and things that you're interested in, that is so much more interesting than what, you know, what you look like that day. If you're meeting someone new and you have all these interesting things to say, I feel like that's way more important than what you look like. So that's like, I like that advice a lot. Yeah, remind yourself about that. And I agree. I think following the right people who also don't place
0: everything on how, you know, they look. Mm -hmm. Or around people who talk about, like, that's all that matters. Mm
2: -hmm. We're also
0: way harder on ourselves than we are on anyone else. And also people are mainly thinking about themselves. So... First off, like the concept of like, oh, I feel gross, I look like that in itself. I think verbiage is a huge thing too. Mm -hmm. Not saying that, like Dom, recently literally like talks to herself in the mirror, and like that's how a lot of people talk about building confidence that way. I haven't personally done that, but I just know Dom has like really loved it. I think that's really helpful, but also just remember like people are so concerned and dealing with their own insecurities that they're not looking at you either. So, maybe at least kind of taking that factor out of it of like, oh, so-and-so thinks this of me, whatever. They're probably not even thinking of you in the nicest way possible because they're thinking of themselves. Exactly. I always say that. I'm
1: like, don't flatter yourself. Honestly, it's like they don't care. Yeah. At the gym, you know, people are always worried about like, oh, I'm scared of what I look like. It's like they're looking at themselves in the mirror. They don't care. And if they are thinking about you, it'll be for a split second. Yeah. And then they'll start thinking about themselves again. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you not compare like your journey and where you're at with other people, maybe online or friends, like in terms of life stages or what you've accomplished or things like that?
0: This is something I actually was wanting to talk about today. This is something that I feel like I've dealt with worse in the past, maybe just the summer than I have before. I don't have the answers. And I think for how I deal with it, it will probably always change. But I find that if I'm genuinely really happy and content with myself and where I'm at, I'm not looking at other people and comparing myself to other people. So when I find myself comparing myself to other people, I try to like look inward and be like, okay, there's something off about like how I'm feeling about life or myself or whatever it is. Because that's the—I know that's like almost like my trigger point Mm -hmm. is if I start comparing myself to other people, I'm not in a good place. Definitely. Definitely. And it's also really important. Like, I talk about this to my friends all the time. And my friends are, like, anyone on social media, people are comparing themselves to us all the time. And we're comparing ourselves to the next people. Mm-hmm. And no one knows what they're doing. And it's crazy. Like, even friends of mine that I would be like, oh my god, they're, like, so much further ahead of me or than me or whatever. Dom and I were talking to our friend TK last night. And TK is like, that is not, like… We were just talking. It's crazy, like, when people open up about it because… What you think about someone, like, they could think about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, this really weird, twisted thing. But for myself, I just always— And I know this is, like, kind of cheesy, but as if I'm happy, like, with myself and with the people who are surrounding me, that helps a lot. I know that, like, we've talked a lot about, like, anti-hustle culture and things like that, too. Even though, like, I love working, I just cannot find my worth and, like, my— what I ultimately care the most about in life to be work— Because that leads me down, like, a really unhealthy path. Even as far as, like, having really healthy friendships. Like, I love my friends and I have really good friendships. And that's something I'm very proud of and something that, like, makes me happy and really fulfills me. So I will just try to, like, focus on something else that's good. Oh, yeah.
2: Redirection.
1: Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's great. I can relate a lot. I feel like I definitely have, like, had so many moments where I just—yeah— I feel the exact same way where I know when like Instagram starts becoming like a super toxic place for me and I'm scrolling and every single person I will literally find something about them that I'm like wish I had or something and I'm like I am not okay right now like yeah I am not well I need some men- a mental <laughs> I health day well. like she needs to chill so I completely relate I think if you are happy and content you aren't gonna be so focused on what other people are doing but that being said social media makes it hard if you are that type of person to, or I guess not that type of person, but if you have those tendencies or those like triggers, it makes it so much harder if you're on social media all day. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, even if you are, I'll find myself being like, I'm really happy like with, you know, everything I'm doing. And then I've been saying like FOMO is now coming back because of the pandemic is, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess it's not over, but a lot of things are back opening and people are traveling. So for me, I've found that coming back for me where, for the last two years, it's like no one's been doing anything. And now I see people on the coast of Italy and I'm like, dang, I yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's all starting to come back. But again, it's like you said, you have to look inward and be like, why is that coming up for me? So
0: mm-hmm. it's really I don't know how to hard to figure it out,
1: but yeah, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. How big do you think? Sorry, we're going back to dating. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, sorry, girl. It's fine. How big do you think the dating age gap can be? Someone says that he's four years younger, but super mature and I'm very innocent. Help. I what do we think it, about dating a guy four years younger?
0: I think it depends on how, what age they are. They are. Totally. Let's say legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I would <laughs> know. Um, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I don't love blanket statements because I think it's individual. I don't think that I could date someone four years younger, but I, I guess it really just depends on the person. It's also like, it is a big factor when you're not in the same life phase. Mm-hmm. So, Let's say the guy's in college and the girl is, you know, in her nine to five corporate job. That in itself, like you are in totally different life phases. So that could be a very big hurdle. I think that you'll just face different hurdles. I think it's just different at different ages. Yeah. I don't
2: know. No, it's true. That is a perfect example If if someone is in college, going to college classes, living on campus versus and then they're dating someone who, yeah, has like a corporate job is very much in a different stage. That's hard. But if maybe they both do the same job or like they are in the same space, I guess, or stage of life, but they are five years apart, it's like, who cares? Okay, who cares? Yeah. Hey, just, also, just I don't remember. even think you need to be like, she was saying, you know, he's super he's mature, super mature mm-hmm. and I'm very innocent. I don't think you need to like say that. Like, yeah. I don't even think that needs to be a, a qualification. Like, well, he's really mature and I'm really innocent. It's like, you can just both be living your life. doesn't yeah. mean that...
1: I don't—do you but, know what I'm trying well, to say? Yeah, but also I think, like, if— she, Yeah, she's just trying to say, like, he is mature for his age. Because I yeah. think that is a thing. It's and like— guys mature slower. They do. Yeah. But also, I've met guys who are younger who I'm like, you're two years old. And then I met guys who I'm like, you're only this age? Yeah. Like, you're yeah. very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. You're older than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I think it just depends on the person. Well, I think what I'm—what I really
2: mean by that is a lot of people say that when the girl is older, older than the guy, it's like they have to justify it so Fair. much. But mm-hmm. if it was a guy and a girl and it was like— I'm dating someone four years older than me and I'm a girl. It's like, you don't never say like, well, I'm super mature. It's like four years to that is like no big deal. Maybe you say that if they're 10 years older than you. Yeah, that's true. Or something like that. But I think, you know, it's the there's idea. a stigma of the girl being older than the guy. Yeah. And I don't think four years is really that crazy. And agree. again, unless it's, yeah, like 20 and 24. That seems like, a big gap.
0: I think it's more of like a life phase mm-hmm. thing yes.
2: than it is an
1: age thing. Yeah. I agree. Age gaps are so interesting. Mm-hmm. I've like seen some people on instagram like this one couple that's like 20 years apart but they're like just so obsessed with each other i'm like wow that's so interesting yeah Mm -hmm. that's a huge age gap yeah it's like if you're 20 and they're 40 it's like okay i mean that might even be that's not well also you
2: can have similar interests uh with someone who's 20 years older than you and you know get along great and then you could have completely different interests and get along not as well but they could be the same exact age as you
1: i just thought of okay because i feel like 20 and 40 is like actually not okay 20
2: and 40, that's yeah, that's okay. too that's, much. I'm thinking like 40 and 60 or something because that's usually when people start, right, yeah. right, you know what I mean? 30 and 50? 30 and 50 is not bad, Maybe I not think. horrible. I mean, again, maybe not ideal because I think yes. about logistics-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, you me know,
0: too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, I'm
2: not going to say it. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> I think else. the same way, though. I'm yeah. like,
0: well, I don't know if I'd want to do that, though. Yeah.
2: yeah. Also, if you want like kids and stuff, you got to, yeah, there's yeah. logistics that go into it as well. But four years, I really don't think is a big deal. Um, I'm sorry. The question was not for me, but.
0: okay, all of us. for us. Yes. We want all your book recommendations. Oh my God. Okay. I have so many. Well, uh, the books that I'm re- talking about now that I say, if you're like a beginner reader and like getting into like the space, um, are now all like book talk famous books. So mm-hmm. I'm sure like people have probably read them. I would say before we were strangers, write Renee Carlino. If you want a romance book, if you want, um, I don't even know. Like, the two, like, miscellaneous genres that I would— Like, books in those genres would be It Ends With Us, Colleen Hoover. That's, like— Have you read that Mm -hmm. one? Like, that's a little bit of, like, a trigger warning. I don't, like, Mm -hmm. look into it before you read it. Love that book. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Amazing. So good. I love thrillers. Little Secrets by Jennifer, like, Hillier or something is my favorite thriller. It's also unique in the sense of it's not, like, the wife killing the husband. Like, surprise. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So— I'm like, I need wow! To, what a plot. Yeah. I need to read that. What is it? It's Little so secret. Yeah. Okay. I also loved The Silent Patient. So good. That came out earlier this year. Did you read his new one? Mm-mm. I like wasn't into it, and I loved The Silent Patient. I read it in one day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think those are good. Nice. Those are really good. I feel
1: like you share a lot of book recommendations on your Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Do you have yeah. a highlight or no?
0: Yeah. I, I, okay. My highlight is too long now, so I just do it. I track it on my Goodreads because I have like a reading okay. challenge for the year, so you like you can see my readings and stuff. Goodreads is cool. Ugh, I go in phases
1: with reading where I am literally obsessed. It's all I do. And then I don't do it for three months. Yeah. That's that's a stretch, like a month or two. I just won't pick up a book, period. And then the next month, I'm reading books constantly. I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to find a more... Because I actually love reading. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where I think it's just so much easier to be on my phone
0: yeah, but then once I get back in the swing of reading, I'm like I love this. You yeah. have to get into the swing of it. Yeah, I always have good book racks. By the way, I that's my most disciplined routine. Even over like working out for me is reading. That's the only way I'm not on my phone. I'm not. I'm not really a big TV re- like watcher, and if I watch it, I'm on my phone. So like, I love cooking and reading because I can't be on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I read every single night before bed, like an hour. What's like your reading routine? So. Typically, it's just every single night. And if I'm home, like on the weekends, I'm out till 3 a.m. On the weeknights, I'm in bed by 8 p.m. I have like two <laughs> opposite personalities. Alter egos. Yeah, it's exactly. But I put my phone down at like 8 p.m. Like if you text me after 8 p.m., I pr- I will reply at 7. Like I don't check my phone. That's um, awesome. But I read on my Kindle and then I don't check my phone for the rest of the night. So I I have like the Hatch Restore um, like little alarm clock thing. Wait, tell me about it. It is everything. You love it? I am such a big fan. I'm not paid to say that either. Everyone else and their mother who have been getting these deals with them, and I'm the only one, I swear to God, who actually uses this thing and like literally, yes. Okay, so tell, tell us better. all about it. Yeah, I, I don't know it. what it is, so. It's amazing. It's attached to an app. It's the one that um is kind of like circular. If you've seen it on Instagram ads, that's why I found it. Mm-hmm. But it does light, so it'll wake you up with light, oh. and then they do, like, a nighttime routine. It does music. It does, like, meditation stuff. It does—I think it does meditation mm. stuff, I'm pretty sure. It's just really cool, but I have, like, a nighttime routine, so that's part of my reading routine is I'll click that, and I think it's, like, an hour, and then since I read it on a Kindle when the light turns off fully, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I have that every single night, and then it wakes me up, and I'm not on my phone. Wait, wow, it just, that's cool.
1: That just occurred to me. So, also— I was like Kindle obsessed,
0: like used he's mm-hmm. Kindle all
1: the time. Then randomly one day, I think it was because I w- went to Barnes and Noble. I just like had yes. a hankering. I'm like, I just love books though. So then I got, I got a few books and then I started getting back into the swing of reading physical books. But lately, so my, this is such a stupid problem, but so my bedside table yeah. lamp things are like this, just this tiny glow, like it's not a lot of light, which I like for like moodiness, but I can't see anything. So I can't like read.
0: That's very fair. I wouldn't be reading if I were you. Yeah. And so yeah. then
1: every night I get into bed, I'm like, well, I can't. So then I'm literally just like on TikTok. I could just go to bed. That's also an <laughs> yeah. option. But of course me, I'm like, well, I have to <laughs> get on TikTok then. Yeah. But um, Leif was saying, he's like, well, maybe we can like get, a you know, something that we can control it like from yeah. here. But I was like, should you I get just like get, a get a little book lamb? light? So, yeah. I was like, I need to get a book light. But then I was like, wait, I have, when you just said that, I'm like, I have a Kindle. Yeah. Then I wouldn't even need, because do you have lights on as no, well? No, no. So it's pretty dim?
0: I am, I don't know if there's one person on this earth that is more pro-Kindle than I am because I read so much more when I read a Kindle. I think looking at a book that's 500 pages, 400 pages, whatever, can be overwhelming. But if I see the, if I have my Kindle, I can't see how thick it yes. is. Yeah. So I just read. It's easier at night. I would read for 15 minutes because I don't want to get up again and turn the light off and stuff. Right. So it made me read a lot less. Also, when I finish a book, I can easily just buy a new one. Like, there's so many things about there it. There are a lot of
1: pros. I do love yeah, the Kindle, but I
0: get the physical book thing. Yeah, but yeah. I also read too much. Like, I don't have room for those books. So again, Kindle.
1: Yeah. Also, I have too many books. Like even when I was moving, yeah. I'm like, there's a full box of books. Yeah. I'm like, where do I put these? I've already yeah. read them all, and I'm like,
0: they can be cute on a bookshelf.
1: But anyway, you I, give them to me. I think you just. I think <laughs> you <laughs> like. I threw them away. <laughs> no, I did not <laughs> throw them away. I just have still been looking for a place for them. But you yeah, think you just got me back on the Kindle grind. So thank you for that. I I tend to do that on podcasts. Like, this is not the first time I've done this. Like, it really is. buying the hat. I'm buying the Kindle. (laughs) You don't have a Kindle, right? No. I think you would like it. The other thing I will say— that I do love about the Kindle is that you can kind of like lay down Yes, that's all, because yes. oh my gosh it's so annoying when you want to just because I'm down to like kind of sit up and read but there are times when I'm just wanting to like get a little more comfortable and I, the book I'm just like this is so annoying yes. and if
2: it's
0: super thick it's really hard to
1: fold at
2: the yes. beginning like
0: when you're first it's starting to impossible. read impossible yeah. no it's annoying you are setting yourself up for failure every night like I would never read that's the thing I'm such a big reader but I wouldn't read this much if I didn't have my Kindle because like all the issues that I was facing before yeah. they're all no solved, solved. Facing true
2: I never like actually when I think about it read at night oh if I'm reading
1: it's during the day Mm -hmm. like uh, in the afternoon or in the morning or something like that I would love for that to be yeah I need it to be I was actually in the swing of having that be my nighttime routine where I read before bed instead of Mm -hmm. being on my phone and I slept so much better yes Mm -hmm. I would sleep I I noticeably was like I have a better night's sleep because at my I'm just not looking at blue light
0: I found Um, that I I overthink a lot less too at night And that's not always the case. Like sometimes reading isn't going to help that. But sometimes if I'm just so in the book, I literally dream about the book. I'm not stressed out about everything else that's happening. It's just, I don't know. It gives me like another sense of independence of like, oh, there's all these other stories and other things that I'm doing. Like, rather than just sitting here, like, thinking about a boy who's, like, making me mad. you mad. Or, yeah. like, caught up. Yeah, it's kind of an escape from reality. Exactly. It, it's it's like watching a TV show. Yes. You know? It's similar. Do you even watch TV much? I'm just so bad at watching TV. I'm always on my phone, and then I don't pay attention. The only shows I watch are shows that, like, One Tree Hill that I've seen 15 times. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have that Like, playing. comfort shows. Yeah, but I love, like, the morning show. Like, I'll watch that. Okay. Um but it's pretty bad. Like, I'm not good at it at all. And That's I know okay. that You sounds, don't need to be good at it. It sounds like <laughs> I'm stupid— I'm not good at it. <laughs> it sounds stupid to say, like, yeah. I'm not good at watching TV, but I'm actually just not—like, it's bad. You know what yeah. is?
1: I can actually completely relate. I always say that. It's like, have you ever watched Desperate Housewives? I did growing up with my parents. Okay. It's really great. Yeah. And, like, I started watching it a while ago. And, like, months ago. And I'm on season two. And, like, people yeah. are like, wait. Like, you got me into this. I'm literally already done with the whole thing. And yeah. I'm like. I I don't—I'm like, I love this show. It's not like I don't like it, but I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm almost bad at, like, keeping consistent. Because it'll—you it'll know, I get done with work or, like, working out or something. I get home, and it's like, I have time to watch maybe one episode a day. So it's like, okay, there's seven seasons. I'm not going to get through this show fast at all. Yeah. And then if I also some nights just want to read instead, then I don't watch it at all. And people are always like, I'm so confused. I literally binge that whole thing. And I'm like, I don't know. I almost can't even— I don't even have the capacity to sit down and watch like 10 episodes. Like that is just sounds like a nightmare to me. I can watch like an hour or two of TV and
0: then I'm like, I'm done. I can watch YouTube and I can watch TikTok. But like I I would watch vlogs over TV any day of the week. Like there's no comparison to me. I can watch that though. But I like will put vlogs on in the background as I'm doing other things and then I can just watch TikTok. Okay, but I can't
1: do that. Chelsea says that too. I cannot do that because I do that with T V more than I do with vlogs. I actually
2: don't watch YouTube as much as I will have TV playing in the background just to like, well, this is what I say. Do you have siblings? Yeah. How many? Literally, I grew up with eight. Six of them were stuff, but no, we didn't all live together. Oh, worry. I was going to yeah. say, I feel like, I guess we're the same then. Always had noise. I like having noise and it's like comforting me to too. me. I'm not listening to it, but it's like when my house is too quiet, I'm like, this is spooky. Like I feel maybe I'm just like getting too, no, I played with my thoughts, but <laughs> yeah. I just like having noise. It's like comforting. It's like you said, like you read kind of recreate your childhood so I always I, tell Nick that i like I like to have music playing I like to have a podcast like I can have I'm multiple the same things way, on at the same
0: time but I will watch that's another thing I'll do throughout the day as I'm working I'll put um like a podcast on my tv like mm-hmm. I watch pod I like yeah. watch a ton of podcasts now mm-hmm. but it's just never really tv for me I don't know that's funny I I, I feel the same way each their own yeah, yeah. You just gotta do what works for you yeah. who are your favorite youtubers um I really just watch my friends okay. so like Danielle Brooke Keaton, um, all of them. Just like, like keeping friends. up with them, yeah, that's fun. But I would like watch them even if they weren't my friends. I could just like their videos. Yeah, TK, yeah, yeah. nice. That's fun. I, I'm, oh, you too. I actually I watch yours on the TV. I appreciate that yours oh, are long. You. It really makes it much easier. For thank me. you. I've been to doing more. She's like,
2: well, I'm cleaning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm I like, everything out. But <laughs> yeah. you are great. No, so you don't talk too loud. It's great. <laughs>
0: No, I pay attention. (laughs) Um, Some, wait, how many times do you upload to YouTube a week? Like multiple. Probably like three. I don't have a schedule, but typically like three times a week. Two minimum. Do you love YouTube
1: or do you feel like you get, I mean, of course you probably sometimes feel burnt out, but like overall, are you like, I love
0: this platform? Are you kind of like, sometimes it's just a bit much? Like nine times out of 10, I love the platform. Mm -hmm. I only recently started having problems with it where like a lot of my friends have like really... Felt that way years before, and for some reason, I always said just like innocently like still loved it. Yeah, and then recently, it kind of it bothered me, but I don't know. I go through phases. Like I go through phases with liking the podcast a lot more, and then YouTube Mm -hmm. and whatever. But it's like nice to have both. Both, Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been loving. Here is how I always feel about YouTube. Whenever I watch an old vlog back, I'm so happy that I filmed it. Like I just feel like I have so many memories, and you probably feel the same. You've been doing it way longer than me, even, but. Leif was like he pulled up an old vlog of ours for something today and he was like YouTube is so fun like being able to see all these memories it was like his little brother's graduation and I'm like it really is so cool Mm -hmm. like when you take away all the noise and like the expectation and like the stress of it it's so fun to have those memories captured and like tell a story it's like organized home videos yeah Yeah. and I really like YouTube I've been like loving it recently yeah I don't know why I I mainly like I'm obsessed with it Mm -hmm. but
0: yeah yeah, I just uh, wondered because you've been doing it for so long. Like, I think it's really cool to have memories. But yeah. On the other end, I'm like, I do not want to see my 17 year old self. And like, yeah, nothing, that's you know a what I long mean? time ago. Like, yeah. that is
1: actually kind of how I feel on Instagram because I've been doing yeah. Instagram for like 10 years now, and you know, I've done, I've archived some posts, but. I feel that, like, I get more stressed out about Instagram because I've just been doing it for so long. I get very burnt out with it. But then the newer platforms that I, you know, only been doing YouTube for a few years, and I'm like, it's so fun. Yeah. exciting. So, anyway. Are you ready to
2: get controversial? <laughs> yeah. You can say no. Okay, what is it? I'm stressed <laughs> out? No, no, it's really okay, not Just crazy. Just ask it. Is it normal not to want to have sex all the time? I feel like I rarely feel the urge. Yeah, I—well, okay. Yeah, sorry, are you,
0: like, um— <laughs> pro sex Are yeah they, like, I don't abstinent? care yeah, yeah, okay. yeah no 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 no. okay I like I'm just trying to think of friends who would say this I hear this from friends mm-hmm. so I do think it's more normal than not but I don't think I don't know but I'm not I don't know I don't I hear my friends say that sometimes though yeah. that they don't want to the,
2: they're like, like in a relationship mean, or just with randoms, like just in general.
0: Um, I guess mainly I'm talking about in a relationship, mm-hmm. but yeah, with I mean with randoms that's different though because it's like that's just if you like hookup culture, you don't like hookup culture, I think. Yeah. But like in a relationship, I hear people say that all the time. Yeah, so I think I that's, don't, like normal. I don't think you have to beat yourself
1: yeah. up for it. It just depends. It's all the power you give to it and the relationship that you have with your partner yeah. and, and how it, things comparison are going as well. It's like. You don't have to feel like you need to be the Energizer Bunny 24-7. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like maybe if you are never in the mood and and you want to be, then that's something to like talk about and look into. I think people think it's either like black or white,
2: like you either do or you don't. That's just like you're in your personality. But there's so many things that go into it, like sex drive and libido. It's like this whole Mm other world that we don't really know that much about. But yeah, again, if you want to work on it, if you want to feel that way more I feel like there's so many things that you can do.
0: I, do I have friends too just I think like being even on certain medications and stuff will totally. change that So it's that's like hormones I, and stuff exactly I'm like I think it is more normal or if you're like super stressed or you're like I think it is normal but if it is like forever I would look into that mm-hmm. yeah definitely nice
1: thanks for ending us on a yeah.
2: bang, <laughs> <laughs> a literal bang.
1: yeah well thank you Kenzie for coming on the podcast
0: tell everyone your handle and where they can find you and everything Thanks for having me. Kenzie Elizabeth on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. And then my podcast is I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. On Dear Media. She's yeah. a, f- a fellow Dear Media pod.
1: So check her out. Thank you so much. Okay, make sure to follow us on Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. If you want to see some fun stuff coming up. Thanks for listening. And that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Bye.